tuned into Breaking the Mask of Depression with your host, Diva with Depression. Hey everybody, welcome to Breaking the Mask of Depression with the Diva with Depression. And I am me, the Diva with Depression. I hope everybody is doing well. I hope that you're feeling okay. And I hope that you're finding a little bit of peace and joy. Can you guys believe that it's freaking March already? Like, really? Like, I don't know about you guys, but I'm convinced that the time is just slipping away. Like, because we're, we're in 2023, we're in the third month, and it just doesn't make any sense. Anyway, happy Women's History Month. Um, this is a big month. I'm, you know, Black History Month is a big month, and Women's History Month is a big month, so take some time and do some research or, you know, love on your, your women in your life and make them feel better. Now, fellas, since it's Women's History Month, I have one or two subjects that I'm going to talk about that might gross you out, <laughs> so you can either not listen or you should listen so you know what's going on with the women in your life and your daughters and you know your moms and all of the women in your life you have to start Ben you have to start listening because you need to be you, you gotta help you gotta help so today we are talking about PCOS <sighs> fucking PCOS has made my life a living hell um, I don't even know where to begin. It's, it's something that affects women at a this large amount of women in the world. And it's not diagnosed easily. Um, you have to go through all sorts of hoops and jump over cars and everything else to get the doctors to finally <sighs> treat you for it. And I'm going to tell you before I start that if you are living with PCOS, I feel you. I feel you. Maybe we should start a support group because that shit is crazy. So let's start with, of course, my Google facts. Polycystic ovarian syndrome is an, a hormonal disorder caused, caused, that causes enlarged ovaries with enlarged follicles. And they can cause small cysts on the outer edge of your ovaries. <clears throat> that right there. You know, I should make that the end of the show, right? Because <laughs> that's enough. You know, cysts and follicles and all sorts of bullshit. Who, you know. <sighs> so, women with PCOS have high levels of testosterone. And, like I said the enlarged ovaries and the brutal periods and the brutal periods okay I'm gonna I'm gonna keep giving you the facts and then we'll talk about me <laughs> so the Mayo Clinic basically said they don't know the cause and it can't be cured maybe some abnormal hormonal levels they don't know nobody knows how to cure it and what causes it and 
another thing to add to my fucking crazy life, right? I got depression that can't be cured. I got PCOS that can't be cured. Listen, just just take me on, okay? I, I'm tired. I'm tired. It's ridiculous. So, my experience with PCOS is this. <sighs> of course, my, my bout with depression has, you know, has been a long, long journey and started, you know, it started uh, when I was younger, but it started to get bad in 2005. And that's when, you know, it had to be monitor I had to be monitored and everything <clears throat> so when I started having extra symptoms on top of that they just just feel the doctors just kept saying oh it's depression oh it's your depression oh it's a depression meds okay and this is the primary care physician I think that I I think that I did go to a gynecologist and you know nothing and so I would when my period came, my period came every day. I mean, the bleeding just got worse and worse and worse. And guys, <clears throat> let me tell you, I, it was so bad that there were days that I had like a hand towel in my pants because I was, it was just gushing, gushing, gushing blood. Like <sighs> I said, maybe I had seven days out of the month that I wasn't bleeding and so I was like this is ridiculous and so you know of course when it comes to me I blame everything on depression I do I really do because you know when you have a mental illness there's so many unknown symptoms that you just don't know you know what is what is a mental illness and what is a physical illness and where they meet and so I just passed everything off and the doctors just kept saying you know I don't know could be this could be that and you know that's it what is that to say so finally my sister gave me the name of a doctor and told me to go there and it changed my life <laughs> you know it changed my life the doctor is amazing and if you live in Charlotte area and you want to you know you want the hookup you know just message me but uh, I did find a gynecologist and he is the first person out of I want to say about eight years eight years of struggling he is the first doctor that diagnosed me with PCOS and I wanted to hug him <laughs> I just wanted to hug him because it was a mess and so you know when I walked in I, I mean he already knew who I was because you know my sister she already told him I was coming so he knew who I was and knew you know a few things about me but um, I was just so happy that somebody finally understood that there was something more going on like I I would be at work sidebar I would be at work this is when I was you know working in a call center and, and you know doing a night shift and there I'm at work and you could just it's just I don't I don't I, I know I know I don't want to be gross I don't want to be gross but could you imagine being at work 
and this is going on like it's so by the time I got to the doctor, I wanted to hug him. I wanted to marry him. It didn't matter, you know, like this was this was gonna be my savior. I saw like lights and stuff all over him. <laughs> it was <laughs> um it was funny. So um this is what I told him. Now now I we talked about my history of depression. We talked about how old my children were and I told him point blank, just take everything out because I ain't having no more kids. Um, and he laughed at that. But here are some of the symptoms that I, I broke it down because I sat here and I thought about it. So fatigue. The fatigue is brutal. Um, I have recently, you know, I told you guys last year, the doctor diagnosed me with chronic fatigue syndrome. And... <clears throat> I think that the fatigue from PCOS is, is pretty sim much similar. I mean, you're exhausted all the time. And I have insomnia. But if you're somebody that sleeps through the night and you wake up and you're still tired, that's a problem. Headaches. Again, I always had headaches. I always, um, I always had migraines. I, I was stressed. So it wasn't, you know, that didn't, you know, blow any whistles for me. Um, weight gain. Listen, we're not even going to talk about the weight gain, okay? We're just going to pass over that. <laughs> and so, um, and so they did an ultrasound and, you know, they did find cyst and I did have PCOS. And so, you know, one of the things that they do one of the medications that they give you for PCOS is metformin. If any of you take metformin, you know. It, it's, it's horrible. But I, I was really upset. I got really upset because, like I said, knee deep in breakdown, knee, knee, knee deep in depression, and... Here comes PS, that's good, PCOS that's going to add some more shit to my plate. And it wasn't fair. It's not fair. So, the connection between PCOS and uh, your mood disorder, yes, PCOS does affect your mood. The symptoms could be mood changes, the symptoms of um, anxiety, depression, and just plain old feeling fucked up because you're hairy, fat, and moody. Okay? Did we talk about the hair growth on the face? <sighs> you know, sometimes you just you just want to cornrow it. It just keeps growing. Like, where does it come from? Where? You know, I, I don't get it. Um, we go through so much as women, like, our bodies go through so much that, give us a break, okay, like, please, I don't need to be fat and hairy on top of everything else <laughs> that I got going on, but here we are, <laughs> fat, moody, and hairy, and it's not funny, well, it is funny, like, you listen, guys, let's make a joke, let's, you know, we gotta laugh so we don't cry, um, but, the, but I don't want you to 
think that this is not serious because it really, really is serious. And it really, really can be do damage if you don't get the proper care. So one of the dangerous and side effects, one of the dangerous side effects of PCOS is diabetes. I know, I know. So for me, they found the cyst and they, he hadn't decided what to do yet. And I had to go on metformin. And metformin is supposed to regulate because they're saying that PCOS affects your testosterone levels and your in, messes with your insulin. So they put you on metformin. Now, if you, if like I said, if you take metformin, you understand why. I threw them shits under the couch somewhere. I don't even know where they're at because <sighs> depression meds fuck me up enough. You know, when you add, start adding stuff, I, mm -mm, after a while, it was just, ugh, I couldn't do it anymore. So, you know, there were, there were many days that I didn't take it. Now, I'm not telling you not to take it, but there were some days that I didn't take it because... Like I said, I take so many medications and you know, it's already hard to function. So after all the tests were done, he decided that he was going to operate. And so one thing that I was fortunate about is that I was finished having children. <clears throat> and so he was able to do the operation and address the cyst and tie my tubes because he felt that tying my tubes would also help the PCOS. And so that's what we did. And it, I think it worked a little bit. But not much because the next year I ended up having a hysterectomy. And after I had the hysterectomy, the symptoms, well, you know, like you're not getting a menstrual cycle anymore. So, you know, that was good. <laughs> you know, like I didn't have, I felt like I bled for like years. I, I lost a year's worth of blood sometimes. Um, so, yes, I did have back-to-back surgeries I had like I said I had the cyst removed and then and I had my tubes tied and then the next year I had to have a full hysterectomy and I mean I think I still have a cyst somewhere um but you know <sighs> unfortunately that we're women and we have so much going on inside of our bodies and so it's so hard to detect it because things can just hide and hide and hide. And, you know, we give birth, we, <laughs> you know, feed babies. And, you know, there's always something going on with a woman's body. And so even if you, you know, tackle one symptom and solve that, something else always pops up. And so not everybody is that lucky. Um, not everybody is at the age where they don't want to have any more children. And PCOS 
can definitely affect fertility. And that's heartbreaking, you know. Um, I know how I feel about my babies. And I wish for everyone to have that experience. And, you know, if, and and I'm talking to people, women, if you are having these symptoms and you do want to have children in the future, listen to this whole episode (laughs) and then the next day, I'll tell you what to do the next day. But, you know, I, I hate to hear when people are having fertility issues. It just, it really does. It breaks my heart. So, and then, you know, about 5 million women are in danger of not having children because of PCOS. And in the, in the, shitty thing is is that it's always misdiagnosed you know like I was told to lose weight I was told that my depression meds were the problem I was told that you know when it I don't even remember what what they told me but it was so many things and nobody detected it like it took years so you don't we don't have years you know what if you are 30 and you wanted to have, you know, kids by the time you were 35, but then here comes PCOS, and that takes another five years to, you know, be diagnosed, <laughs> and then another two years to be treated. But the, the time is gone, and, and I'm not saying that, you know, sidebar, I'm not saying that women can't have babies in their 40s. I, I think it's amazing that we are living at a time when women can wait you know, until they are absolutely ready to have children. Uh, you don't have to rush and have them at 25 anymore, you know, so so you can fit it in. Um, I think it's amazing. But if you are constantly being misdiagnosed, the real issue cannot be treated. And then that can affect you having children. And that is sad. Five million women, six million women, um, PCOS is messing them up. This is how serious it is. And so, you know, I had to go on another Google search because I really wanted to know about black women and PCOS because I will tell you that out of my circle of friends, At the time, at least four of us were going through the same thing at the same time. Four of us. And I think most of us were at the age that we were finished having children. But we were all going through it. And so I had to look it up like, I know the sisters are being affected. Um, I know my Latina sisters are being affected. So, um, the RSP health, according to RSP health, black women are disproportionately affected by PCOS. Of fucking course, you know, like, (laughs) isn't that always the case? We have fucked up healthcare, we got fucked up food deserts, we got fucked up diets because we had fucked up supermarkets. (sighs) We're screwed. Because of lack of knowledge 
lack of health care, lack of doctors that give a shit. You know, like it. Nobody gives a shit anymore. Um, I, I I remember as I got to be a teenager and going to doctors in Brownsville, Brooklyn, and now that I think back, like they really didn't give a shit. <laughs> you know, some of them was this was like this is a, this is just a job to me. I don't care what happens to you, you know, and throw medicine at something. But um, you know, and that that's around the world, in many of the black and brown communities, um, you have supermarkets, stale um stale bread, <laughs> rotten meat, you know, no fruits and vegetables come in rotten, um, and you don't have the ability to drive to a better supermarket and if you do take the bus then you got to come back or take a cab or whatever because these are the things that we have to go through in our neighborhoods and so I had to take a pause because I get angry I get angry that we're in 2023 and we're still struggling with the same shit um it's too much but just remember that disproportionately affects black women and the reasons why and so please take that into consideration if you do start feeling like it's a problem and here's the other thing more fucked up news PCOS runs in families okay so if you have PCOS it's probably because the generation before you <laughs> had PCOS and you can pass on PCOS and so I said my poor babies I just get, I just fucked my kids up I gave them everything all the bad stuff you know like they got to get depression, <laughs> they got to get PCOS, they got to, you know, like, I, I feel so bad for my pumpkins, I love them so much, and I gave them all this crap, and I'm laughing, but guys, there's days when I really, really do cry about that, now, the only good thing about my situation is their dad's family, oh boy, diabetes runs rampant in their dad's family, so, my kids had to be watched from birth <laughs> not even birth you know while I was pregnant um, with my second I had gestational diabetes and so that was pretty bad but so of course she had to be monitored <laughs> from the womb to outside to, to now um, but that is why I, I, it's not lucky but that is why I was able to start noticing the symptoms in me and then I made sure that they would you know pay attention to the, the system the symptoms in them if they thought that that was a problem and I will tell you that <clears throat> it's a problem we do pass it around um, and, and I'm not just talking about myself like I told you at least four of us at the same time and so you can pay attention 
to how your daughters may be acting or how your mother acted. <clears throat> and then remember that we can throw menopause into that because if you're tired and you're sweating and you're this and you're hot flashing and all that stuff, that's another thing that they do. Oh, you're just at menopause. Sir, I'm 31 years old. What menopause am I in? Okay. It just so happened <laughs> that I was. I, when I tell y'all, I'm like screwed up from the from the beginning. But I, I did have um, pre-menopause. Pre um, but anyway, you know, at 30, you're not having menopause. So, you know, we can pretty much rule that out. But if you pay attention to the women around you, now that you hear what I'm saying and the, the information that I'm giving you, you start to get to that aha moment like, okay, that's what it makes sense. And don't ignore it. You know, we have a habit of, and I'm not just talking about black women, I'm talking about women in, in general. We have a habit of we'll run to the doctor if it gets severe, you know, like if your headaches are out of control or, you know, your hip is out of place or something, you know, it has to really, really, really be bad for us to go to the hospital because nine times out of 10, we can't, you know, we have to take care of our families, we have to work. And so you just put a bandaid on and keep going. And this is why some of us have high rates, the higher, highest rates in, with some of these illnesses, breast cancer, ovarian cancer. And these things are being caught too late because we were so busy being in that superwoman mode that we made sure that those kids were on at their every doctor appointment, every dentist appointment, everywhere that they needed to be. But we didn't pay attention to us. And so this is what I want you to do. Take your ass to the doctor. Okay? Right now. Well, not right now, but as soon as you finish listening to this podcast, <laughs> take your ass to the doctor. I'm serious. And if they try to give you the runaround and you know give you shit break out your research you could even break out this podcast <laughs> and break out your list of symptoms and guys I'm gonna tell you always keep a list of symptoms you should see my phone when <clears throat> last year when I started getting sick in January I couldn't remember all of the things that were happening to my body so by the time I got to the doctor, I didn't. I I, I I was lost. So I started putting in the notes section, you know, in my phone, and and when I would be going to the doctor and she comes and she starts, you know, well, what's wrong? I'd break out my notes, and that's important. Pay attention to what's going on with your body, and make a note of it. And I want to tell you another thing that I do, another secret. Because I have been on <laughs> every depression medicine known to man, I learned to start researching 
my medications. So if I, I okay, there's one medication that I've taken for years on and off. Um, but when I go to pick up the medication, I go, you know, I read the fact sheet that they print out. But I also, of course, go to Google <laughs> and look up the medication and some of the, the possible side effects. And then that way I know, you know, if something is off, that it could be attribute, I could attribute that to the medication. So that's another thing, like always research your medications and keep a list of that too, because it's important. And if you are a mommy and you have daughters, older daughters, um, and not too old, you know, because this can start around 25 years old. And if you already, if you're having kids <laughs> at 25, like I did, that can trigger these symptoms and maybe possibly start you early on PCOS. Um, I forgot to mention that w women that got their periods early, originally, another thing that their hormone levels, which I learned is that because their hormone levels are mixed up and so they start menstruating early and these type of things can come up later on. So keep a list of your symptoms, keep a list of your medications and when they, when you go to that doctor, tell them everything because like I said, I probably lost a year's worth of blood um, by the time I got diagnosed. And whew, it was just, I don't wish that on anybody. And on top of, you know, I'm in the middle of a breakdown and already going through something. And, and here comes stupid PCOS. So that's why <laughs> I decided to you know, talk about this today because, you know, most times when you have a mood disorder or a mental illness, it does affect your physical. And we don't think about the mind and body connection. And so we won't think that physically there's something wrong. We will have a physical issue once after we started taking the depression medication and then we automatically pass that over to the depression medication instead of finding out what's wrong with the physical and separately finding out what's wrong with the mental and then meeting in the middle and figure out how you're going to attack it so this is what I I, this is why I was like, I, I've i had this episode written for like a month and it kept getting pushed back and pushed back because I thought it was so important to talk about because of how much it can affect your mental illness and how the diagnosis can get lost and everything else. So let me tell you some of the things that pay attention to. Number one extra body hair <laughs> and um you know I'm listen a lot of us have beards my granny 
she used to every day she used to talk about her chin hairs her chin hairs and you know try to do, get these take these make sure you get this and you make sure you get that and I was like oh my god I hope I never ever <laughs> you know get to that point well here we are <laughs> and um you know my granny's not here anymore but when I started I, I remember the first time that I found like a couple of hairs on my chin all I could do was laugh and and I did I laughed out loud <laughs> and I said granny look what you did to me but um you know extra hair on your face and in your other areas <laughs> you know but we'll pay attention to the hairs on our face more than we would pay attention to say the hair down there or <laughs> you know your underarm hair or everywhere else so pay attention to the extra hair on your face if you get it high blood pressure and that was another thing um, they wanted to throw blood pressure medicine at me in addition to the metformin and and take mood disorder medication it wasn't happening check your height check your weight and your BMI now I'm not saying that your weight doesn't affect PCOS because I'm sure it does it absolutely does and so you know when somebody says you have to lose weight so you can get rid of these symptoms I understand that part of it but being overweight is not <laughs> the problem for every fucking thing and them damn doctors will tell you that you know everything is oh you gotta lose some weight Oh, you got to change your diet. That is not always the reason why we're sick. And so you do it yourself. You check your weight and keep track of it. Try to keep tap, you know, track of your BMI. And once you realize that you've you've kept track of all of these things and that you know that something is wrong, you go to the doctor. You tell them to te check your blood sugar, check your insulin levels, your hormone levels. They, they have hormone tests out there. They can um, test your thyroid, you know, and that's another thing that um, runs through family, th thyroid disorders. So if you're in that position and you let make them check that too because you don't need anything extra. And if you do end up at the GYN, make sure that you know that you talk to them about getting an ultrasound because that's what finally got me a diagnosis. And if they didn't do the ultrasound and go in and find those cysts, then they might have ignored it. Um, and yeah ask them to give you an ultrasound and I think that the, the ultrasound more than anything like even more than the symptoms tells the doctor more than um, you know the PCOS symptoms so um, don't listen to their shit if you know about expensive tests and all of that listen give me my shit 
<laughs> you know, take take the take these damn tests and give it to me. So, you know, don't let them tell you that, you know, you're fat and that's the reason why. Fat does not make you have a full fucking beard, okay? So that's my my thing for today. That's my lecture. <laughs> but if you're unsure about what's going on, you know Google is my dude. Always Google. And and there is loads of information out there. Um I have so many fact sheets that I got off of Pinterest. So next to Pinterest and um, Google yeah they give you everything so tell yourself that you're going to take your ass to the doctor and if the doctor says something tell them that you listened to a moody ass podcaster (laughs) and she said that I better go to the doctor I got your back I got your back so like I said it is women's history month so I want to um tell you to do something special for the, the women in your life it could be your bestie it could be your mom your sister someone that you know just anyone that inspires you um I, I'm short short story um I participated in an interview this weekend this past weekend um, with my brother and my sister and the, it was about caring for someone well, caring for someone that has a mental illness you know like how do they interact with me and when I listened to my sister talk about me I got teary eyed <laughs> you know because of course you know we have each other's back we've been friends for 20 something years all my friends like we all got each other's back but when you hear someone talk about you and talk about what you mean to them and what you do for them it really touches a piece of your soul and we all want to be loved so do what I said even if you have maybe you have to have a girl's trip or go you know I don't know go have some drinks a group of y'all go have some drinks you know do something exciting but celebrate the women in your life including yourself so I hope that you guys have a great week um listen I want you guys to go to www.divawithdepression.com and subscribe because I need y'all to subscribe (laughs) you know like I need to know that you're out there I need to know that you're listening if you want to leave reviews please I welcome them because I'm doing this for you guys and I want to continue to give you the information that you need so go to my website subscribe if you don't want to do that you know follow me on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and TikTok and you know all of those things and we can interact that way but I, I really want you to you know subscribe and let's hang out you know like let's do something maybe I can start sending y'all emails just to say hi or whatever you know you never know and especially with me it could be two o'clock in the morning and I'll be like well let me just 
send out an email blast to all of my followers and let them know what's on my mind. So, yes, please go to all of those those places, the website, the social media, say hi, leave a message, and leave a review, <laughs> anything that you want. But I hope that you guys stay peaceful, stay well. Um, I know that everybody says that the C word is over, <laughs> but the numbers are still kind of messy. So please be careful, stay safe. Go follow Illumination Technology and, you know, get some help with your techie needs. But please, be well, be peaceful, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.